Welcome to the Build Your Base podcast live. We are here on Instagram. We are here on Facebook as well. Do ask any questions you have along the way. Okay, so if there's anything you want to know about base, about the fitness industry, about our journey, please do just pop them in the comments. We have Guy joining us later. So after I've been through the story of base, Guy, our head of marketing, is going to jump on and ask some of the questions that you guys ask. So some of you have sent through questions already. Thank you very much for that. But if you have any questions that you want answered, just pop them in the comments. Guy will make a note of them and then we're going to get to them at the end of the podcast. Now, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do so. We are available on all platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google. Very, very easy to find us. It's called the Build Your Base podcast. So we talk about all sorts of stuff there, the things that we're getting up to at base. We talk to the coaches, their journeys, their stories, how they help their clients. And we talk to experts from outside of base as well. So some in Bangkok, some from elsewhere, they can help us build Bangkok up, make Bangkok as strong, as healthy as it can be. So do check out the Build Your Base podcast. Subscribe if you haven't already. And before we kick off the show, if you haven't voted for base yet in Thailand's gym of the year, please do so. It's super easy to do. It takes about 10 seconds. If you go to our Instagram stories, you can just swipe up on one of those. Or if you go to the link in our bio on our Instagram account, it's very, very easy to do. So we'd really appreciate that. Last award of this kind, we won Asia's Gym of the Year. Hopefully we can win Thailand's Gym of the Year. So if you appreciate what we do, do vote for us. If you enjoy the content we put out. And then if we win this award, we then go on to compete for Asia's Gym of the Year again in 2021. So thank you in advance for that. So great to see you guys. Thank you for joining and let's get this started. So the story of base. Now there's so many things I want to say. I've promised Guy, our head of marketing, that I'm going to try and keep it to 30 minutes. Um, There's so much I want to say, so much I want to get out, so many people I want to thank. But I want to go back to the very beginning. I came here to Thailand in 2004. So first of all, I was backpacking without really any intention of staying very long. I was going to go to Australia. Then I got a job teaching English just for a bit of traveler fun. Didn't intend on staying much longer than, than six or seven months. Then I started a clothing export business that went well for about six or seven years, but I grew disinterested, disenfranchised with clothing export. It wasn't really my calling. I wasn't really feeling it anymore. I wanted a change of direction. So I weighed up a few different options. One was going to Australia. One was going back to the UK. And one day it just pops into my head. The fitness industry, I think, would be a great place for me. I saw a need for quality personal training. The fitness industry at that time was at a very young, underdeveloped stage. There was a couple of chain gyms that had come in, but I looked around and really felt there was a need for it, high quality personal training. I thought there was a demand for it. I saw some personal trainers that were doing well in Bangkok, some expats that were here. Um, They were busy. And again, I thought this would be a great place for me to be. I thought I'd enjoy it. I thought I could be good at it. So I went back to the UK, did my personal training certifications in 2011. So 10 years in the industry now, and then came back to Bangkok, uh, not really knowing where to start. But I started working for a small studio, worked my way up to fitness manager in that studio and had a good three or four years of management experience before I felt ready to start up base. And I think that was really key, really pivotal, just having that management experience, 
you know, working with a team, recruiting coaches, really put me in the right kind of standing to actually do something like base and set it up in the right way. So when it came to early 2016, I felt like I had the skills, I felt ready, uh, but really looking back, I didn't really know that much. And that's where some of my business partners and my mentors really helped out at that stage. So I had a good friend who was also a client, Tara, and he really kind of mentored me through those early stages, talking about uh, his business that he was running, just kind of helping me to really see the dream and the vision of what this could be, you know, that I should believe in myself, that I could create something special and different in Thailand's fitness industry. Now, if you look at when I first got into the fitness industry in 2011, it was quiet. There weren't many gyms. There weren't many studios. There wasn't really much happening. But by 2016, when I started BASE, we knew we needed something a bit more powerful, a bit different, something that would really help us to stand out because the fitness industry was always quite already quite busy and already quite lively. And there were some real quality players in there. So at first I said, right, BASE is just going to be the, the baddest gym, the best gym. We're going to have the best coaches and the best service. But of course, any gym, any business owner is going to say that. So we needed something a little bit more. So that kind of got me thinking. So that came to the crafting of the concept. So at first, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. You know, I had a background in sort of circuit training, functional training, personal training, but I'd always liked the cardio and strength mix. I'd been to New York, I'd been to London, been to the top gyms there, and I really liked mixing up cardio and strength within a workout. I felt like it gave a, a fun all-round workout. I'd been to Barry's Bootcamp in Orange Theory, One Rebel in London, and that just kind of inspired me to create my own cardio and strength mix which I thought could be a little bit better, a little bit different, you know? So rather than just having treadmills, like some of the, the, the gyms I've been to, we incorporated a cardio and strength mix by having treadmills, row machines, and bikes. And at that time, we were the first studio really to bring in cardio equipment and kind of weave it into a group class concept. So at this point, I was feeling a little bit happier that we had something stronger than just being the best gym or just having the best service or the best coaches. You know, our, our structure, our class concept started to look different from what was being offered. The second thing that myself and the team really wanted to bring in was an element of tracking and recording your results as you went through a group class. Now, we felt that was something that was really missing. You know, you go to a group class and they tell you perhaps how many calories you've hit, if you have an Apple Watch or if you're wearing a heart rate monitor. Perhaps you're encouraged to just go as hard as you can, you know, smash it out, do as many reps as you can. But we didn't really see any group class concepts that were tracking, recording, and monitoring exactly how much people were improving as they went for a group class. So we wanted to take the focus away from just smash out as many calories as you can and really show people that their body was changing. And for that, we brought in a body composition scanner in each location. And we also wanted to show that they were getting faster and getting stronger. So Baseline was born at that time, and we'll go into that in a little bit more depth, but it's progressed now to technology, but at the time it was just recording in a very basic rudimentary way. Brand creation. So I did not have much experience in branding or marketing, neither really did the team, but I was very fortunate to work with a great company called Maya, 
who are based in Bristol in the UK where I'm from. It's a good friend of mine. He gave us a fantastic deal because he really wanted to do the branding for base. So I put it in his hands. He gave us a great price. And I really learned so much in that process going through what it means to create a brand. You know, it's so much more than a logo. There's so much more just in the brand guidelines that you get, but it's also really how to implement that brand. And really that brand is more than that. It's the feeling that you get when you walk through the door. So Maya, were awesome. You know, we learned a lot about what it means to create a brand. And I really just love that process. And I personally got into branding a lot. And that's really part of my role at base now is to focus on on the brand and what that means. The concepts we've already been through, you know, the cardio and strength mix baseline, we also had some core values that were important to us in the early stages. One is, we really wanted to raise the standards of the fitness industry in Asia. You know, I'd been to gyms in the top fitness cities in the world. And we wanted to create something that would really would stand out as being one of the best gyms, not just in Thailand, but in Asia. Have we done that? I don't know. But by having that in the back of our minds, it really helped to make some of the decisions in terms of like how good should the bathrooms be? How clean should the floors be? How should we welcome clients when they come through the door? You know, we wanted to create a gym that would stand out if you put it in New York if you put it in London. And having that core value just kind of helps make some of those daily decisions and really help make sure that if we weren't sure whether to go this way or this way, it would usually guide us to doing the right thing to really create something special. So we had our concept, but these core values really helped to drive us in those early stages. One of the questions I get asked the most is the Adidas deal. How did you guys partner up with Adidas before you opened up the gym? You know, obviously Adidas are a big, big brand. They bring a lot to base. So that's a question that I do get asked a lot. So let me just tell you the story of how that happened. My business partner, you know, my mentor pre-base for sure, Tara had already established a relationship with Adidas. And that was key, really. He made the introduction. He told them a little bit about what we were doing. And because they knew him, they had an existing business relationship. That kind of got our foot in the door and got us a meeting. So then it was up to us, myself and Tara, we went along and we kind of had to sell the dream of what base was about, what our vision was. By that stage, we'd already had like CGI, computer generated images of the branch and how it was going to look. We had a pitch deck which had about our concept. So it was really our goal to just sell the dream and what we were doing to see if that resonated with Adidas. And it, we were a brand that they could trust and they could get on board with. And I think we were quite, yeah, fortunate that they jumped in. They bought into our dream, they bought into our vision, and we sealed that deal before we even opened the doors to our first location, which was awesome. I think to have that kind of seal of approval from Adidas, of course, is big for us on a brand level, but also just that someone else believed in our dream was really cool. You know, you spend a lot of time when you're building a business, when you're creating a brand, a little bit lost in your own thoughts. And when you present it to someone like Adidas and they say, yep, that sounds awesome. We want to be involved. You know, it made us, I think, feel a little bit better and a little more confident that we were onto a winner and we were onto a good thing. So we had our concept. We had our core values. We had our Adidas deal. Construction of our first location was then to start. So Tong Law, based Tong Law was location number one. Now, a few times years previous, I'd walked past the empty locations in Noble Remix at what is now our base Tong Law location and just thought it'd make an amazing spot for a gym. Great location, connected to the BCS, easy to get to, parking downstairs. For me, it was just a dream location. So we reached out to them after some back and forth and again, some help from the business partners as well. We got that signed and sealed. So we were ready early 2016 to start construction on base Tong Law. Now, if any of you have done construction for a premises, 
or a business, you will know that these things are hard. These things are difficult. They take a long time. I had experience running a gym managing a gym but I hadn't any experience in building a gym and building a facility and that was damn tough to be honest with you we had so many delays it was supposed to take eight weeks which I now realize is ridiculous and is never going to happen in reality it took I think 14 weeks to get us open and that was a very stressful time for everyone the coaches really wanted to get started I wanted to get started we were losing money every week that went by we had salaries and everything else to pay and it was just really tough and really difficult I remember one moment when the construction manager said he thought that the unit was haunted and that was why everything was being delayed so much and that was why we were having so many problems and I must admit at that point I thought we are screwed we're done if the construction manager think I didn't think we were haunted but if the construction manager believes that we're haunted and there's ghosts in this place I didn't know if we'd ever get the thing open and honestly that was one of the hardest moments I think and lowest moments but eventually the ghosts maybe moved we we moved them out we got them out of the space we opened up the first location and it was just so cool to welcome people into base tongue law number one on that first day it was slow at first i will admit and this is where our lack of experience in marketing i think and getting that message out on where base is how to get there kind of slowed us down and that's a big lesson that we learned so for the first six months, we felt like we were doing something special. We created something great. The unit looked amazing. We loved the floor to ceiling windows, the high ceilings, the look and feel of the place, but not many people were coming in. So we as a team invested into marketing, what it meant to kind of tell our story, to get people into the gym, to present our concept in a way that excited them. And so we opened up in August, 2016. It was 2017 in January, really that things started picking up. We had some great coaches come onto the team. We were starting to get more of a community. Things were just slotting into place much better. And you, you worry in those early stages when things aren't going well in those first two or three months. You know, it, it, is, it is tough. You kind of envisage that people will be pouring through the door. And I realize now that that's a little bit naive. So it was hard at first, those first few months. But January 2017, we really felt like we were onto something special. We had our first like structured program. We had a 60-day program. Everybody came in. We had a seminar. We set goals. The coaches at the time did an amazing job, got really involved, you know, really helped people move forwards and hit their goal. And it started to feel like, well, we're not just building a location. It's not just about those treadmills and the bikes that make up the hip part of our concept. It's not just about the high ceilings and the nice bathrooms. There's more to this now. You know, people are getting results. They really enjoy coming. They're telling us that they didn't enjoy training, but they love coming to base. And you can see people meeting up in the morning, making new friends. And that really was the start of base as a brand, I think. Before it was just, you know, logos, brick wall, windows, treadmills. It started to become really a brand then. And I think everyone involved with base felt we were really onto something special. So 2017, things were going good. We were super happy. And then Sasson approached us. Um, when I say Saturn, it was Glowfish, who we still work to to this day. They're amazing to work with. And Glowfish, I'll give a shout out to Gavin. He's the one that reached out. They were developing like a co-working space in Saturn, and they really wanted a fitness concept. So they spoke to us. They spoke to Physique 57. We knew it was too early for us. We weren't really ready. We'd only been operating for you know six, seven months at that stage. And we'd only just started to pick up and actually have 
really a business, but we loved Gavin so much. We loved Glowfish so much that we really wanted to make it happen. So we took a risk. We went for it. We started constructing our second branch in Saturn, and that opened about a year after our first branch. In many ways, we didn't really learn the lessons from the first branch. You know, it was hard to bring people in at the beginning, and there was a lot of teething problems having two branches and coaches going back and forth. But we managed to get a grip on that, maybe a similar time frame to the first location. The first six months were hard. But again, you started to see these communities forming. People would make friends there. They would meet their friends there in the morning. And you could just kind of see it coming together. You know, the coaches, the front desk staff, the whole team were just putting in a massive effort to kind of make it work with two branches. And that felt great. It was at that point that we wanted to evolve Baseline. Now, Baseline at the very beginning, at the very start, you know, Baseline was our system of recording and tracking results, which we wanted to really bring in because we thought it was missing from the industry. So at the very beginning, we had clients write their name and their scores on boards. The coach has to take a photo of that, send it to front desk, that would put it in an Excel spreadsheet. Totally ridiculous, was never going to work, huge amount of work for, for everybody, and it kind of broke down after about a week or two. So then we shifted to a once a month session. So every month, we'd kind of make a bit of an event of it. People would come in on the weekend. They would do eight cardio and strength sets. They would record their results, and then we would send them a PDF. And clients loved it, and it gave these great success stories, these great testimonials. We could say your strength has improved 23% over the last month, or your cardio has improved 11%. And people could really track and monitor their progress. But it was only once a month they came in. Sometimes maybe they missed the session, or sometimes they just didn't really feel like joining it. So we knew the next stage, it kind of proved concept. I think that's a good way to put it. It proved that people wanted stats. They wanted data. They wanted to see how much they were improving. We knew that was important to people. And we could see that that was kind of the missing link in group classes. But there were flaws to it. And the way that we overcame those flaws was to develop technology so that we could integrate it into every single class they came to at base. Every time they came to base, we could see them improve. We could track every single thing that they did through the group class experience and then we could more reliably really track and monitor their progress so we got back in touch with our developers in the uk that did our brand and also did our website Maya agency shout out do get in touch with them if you want a brand made up and they started working on the technology that brings baseline together we'll come back to the technology during that time we did not plan on opening another studio we had two locations they were doing well Everyone was happy, great community, great vibes, no plans on expanding at all. I bumped into a friend who was in real estate and he said that they had a good spot in Amarin Plaza. So myself and the team, we went along to have a look at it without really any expectations, just kind of keeping an eye out, you know, seeing what's out there, maybe keeping our options open. As soon as we walked through the door, we knew we had to make base happen in that spot. So Amarin Plaza in my mind was a bit of an older mall. I remember the low ceilings, but when you get to the back of the mall, there was this whole corner that was empty, big high ceilings, natural light coming through, a good sized space, and we just knew we had to make it work. So in the end, we took over that whole corner. We have a private PT area, we have a smoothie bar, we have a reception area, and we have the main studio. So we kind of knew we wanted to make it happen. We knew we had to make it happen. And really, so we decided to go ahead with that. Location three, away we go. 
During that time of construction, we were shortlisted for Asia's Gym of the Year. This is back in 2018. And if you're just tuning in now, do vote for us, Thailand's Gym of the Year 2021, link in the bio of Instagram. So we were shortlisted in 2018 for Asia's Gym of the Year. You know, judges made up 60% of the decision, which we think is great. That's the way awards should be, not just votes where, you know, people get their friends to vote or their clients to vote. It should be judges that really decide. So we were quite excited to be part of it. We put together a very comprehensive entry on what base was, how we operate base, our vision, our concepts, what we were doing with our baseline tech at the time. And we went to Jakarta to the awards. We didn't really have many expectations, but we knew that we'd put together a good application. We knew that we were represented very strongly online. You know, our marketing presence by that stage was, was good. You know, thanks to the marketing team for the work that they did at the time, I think to represent base in the best possible way. And to cut a long story short, we won the award. Super proud of the team and everything that we put in to win after two years, Asia's gym of the year. We really saw that as a big victory for Thailand's fitness industry as well to really showcase Thailand on the world stage in the fitness industry. You know, Bangkok has come so far in the last 10 years in terms of the fitness industry. And we've been proud to be part of that. And we're certainly proud to show Asia, you know, we're doing some great things here in Thailand. That was awesome for myself and the team. We were super proud, but we had to get back to work. We had to build Amarin. We had to construct it. We wanted to create something special with that third location. So we had that private PT area. Anyone that's been to Amarin will see the big screen that we have outside. We wanted that big statement, that big impact as you walk up to base. Amarin, again, have been amazing to work with. So shout out to Glowfish, shout out to Amarin Plaza that really supported us and really bought into our vision as well. They supported us really in anything we wanted to do because they wanted to help us create something special. One example of that is they allowed us to put our, our, our banner, our logo, all across the back wall as you walk up to Base Amarin. So it really looks cool. It really looks amazing as you approach Base Amarin because they wanted to help us create something special. You know, they believed in that. And so anyone who has uh, thinking of starting a business, try and get that relationship with your landlord if you can. It's not always easy. It's not always possible. But if they buy into what you're doing, then you really get the support to really do something amazing and do something special. So Amarin, I think I can say and speak on behalf of the team that we kind of learned a lot of our lessons from Tonglor and Saturn. We had a better idea of how to operate a gym. We had a better idea of how to market a gym. And I think that went, that went well. We were busier quicker than the other two, for sure. We didn't really have that six months. We were fairly busy from day one. And again, we felt like we created something quite cool, quite special. Next up, baseline. We wanted to develop that further. So we'd gone through that stage of doing that once a month session. 2019, we really went hard on creating the technology and it took us a long time. It took us about a year to get to that stage where everyone could record their results. Now we couldn't display those results. The clients couldn't even see their results, but it was really interesting to see that clients were happy to put their data in after each of the sets that they did through our group class concepts, even though they couldn't actually track and record and see how, you know, how much they were improving. So that again, kind of proved the concept to us. In the meantime, we were storing the data, getting ready to present it. Once we got to that stage and it took 18 months, it took quite a lot of money to get to that stage as well. Once we developed the technology that far, then we could start doing some really cool things with it. So then we had a leaderboard that you could opt in or opt out of, and that would um, show you the scores that you got last time you did the set or your previous personal best on that set. It would show you what sets were coming up 
so you knew what to expect. And if you were competitive, you could see, you know, the best scores of the day. You could see if you've hit a personal best, all sorts of cool data that we had in branch for you to view. Then we introduced a dashboard so you could log in just through your computer and again, see all of your stats, all of your data. You could see which sets were coming up. So on the way to base, if you wanted to know what to expect, you could go into the dashboard online and you could see all this information. So this was like, to be honest, the best part of baseline, the most fun part, I think, in the developing. We got to that stage where we were tracking and recording the data. Then we could start to present it in really cool ways that got people excited. You know, people would look at tomorrow's sets. They would see it's the one kilometer time trial. They would invite some friends. They would start chatting to them about their goals, what they wanted to hit, if they were ready to do a PB. And it kind of really brought in that social element, which is something that we want to develop more at base. And it's just fun. It's more information. So you know what's coming up, you know how well you're doing, but it's just fun and engaging to use. And that really ultimately is the underlying goal of baseline. Help people get better results, help it help make it fun, help them come more regularly. Also, another thing that was very cool is that coaches could use the data that was offered. We never really considered this, but it really helped coaches to give a more personalized advice when someone's in the class. So again, we didn't believe in, we call it cheerleading versus coaching. We don't believe in cheerleading, which is easy to do for anyone. Go, go, go. You can do it more, 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 faster. Anyone can say that. Anyone can do that. We believe in coaching which means adjusting the pace for people. Maybe they need to go a little bit slower because they don't want to burn out after 10 minutes and they haven't trained for four months. Baseline and the data that we received from that, really cool extra was that coaches could use that to adjust the advice they were giving and make sure it was right for that person. And again, that's something that we felt was missing in the fitness industry. And honestly, I think it's still missing in the fitness industry. You know, many gyms that I've been to, again, it's just go as hard as you can, burn as many calories as you can. The coaches push you as much as you can. That's not always the best way to go. So Amarin was going well. We were really proud of what we created at base. We had an awesome community. Do I need to say what happened next? March 2020, COVID-19 hit in a big, big way. March 2020, we closed down. It was tough for us, of course. Um, I remember being teary-eyed when we actually closed our branch, you know, just announcing it to the staff, announcing it to the clients. It was the first time we'd ever had to close all of our businesses. And of course, it wasn't just base going through that difficult time. Everybody was going through that difficult time. So it was just kind of a sad moment. We got over that pretty quickly, I think, and then just kicked into gear in creating solutions so that people could stay fit and strong during lockdown. So we created Base Anywhere, pre-recorded workouts, which people are still using to this day, which is really cool. We had live classes, we had online coaching, lots of options for clients to stay fit, stay strong and healthy during lockdown. That lockdown, looking back, wasn't too bad, right? We should, um, you know, look back fondly to that time, I think. Two months and we were back open again in May 2020. You know, obviously, we were very cautious. Month by month, as things improved, we slowly relaxed measures. And, you know, last year, I think there was a renewed focus for people to be fit, to be healthy and be strong. And we saw people coming in that had never been to gyms before. You know, this was really motivating them to get started. We saw more people do personal training because they wanted to make that extra invest investment into their health and fitness. And that was awesome to see as well. So 2020 ended up not too bad a year. Things were picking up. Personal training was good because people wanted to invest more. Group classes were getting busier. People were feeling more relaxed. And then, of course... 2021 hit, which was even worse than 2020 so far in many ways. So 
Um, of course, January, we were closed again. March, we were open again. And it was great to see people come back to base strong, not just base. I've been speaking to friends in the fitness industry in Bangkok and elsewhere. And people were so happy to come back after lockdown. You know, but of course, April, COVID hit again. And since then, we have been closed. So like the first lockdown, we've been working really, really hard to keep our staff engaged, keep our clients engaged to put out workout options, to give you content such as this podcast that we've been putting out on you know, our podcast channel, Build Your Base. We're just working as hard as we can to get everyone through this time. And of course, it's tough. Of course, it's difficult. But we know that base and also just the fitness industry is going to come back in a big way, in a strong way. So if anyone here is involved in fitness, um, if you have a gym or if you're a personal trainer, just know that there is another side to this. It's as difficult a challenge as I've ever experienced. It's, of course, the strongest and hardest COVID wave. But I believe in my soul more than anything that base is going to come back super strong. Other gyms are going to come back super strong. And the fitness industry as a whole is going to come back in a big, big way. The need is there and it's stronger than ever for people to be fit, healthy and strong. COVID likely isn't going anywhere. So we need to bulletproof ourselves, bulletproof our bodies against this thing. So very much looking forward to the comeback. In the meantime, we will continue putting out all the content and helping you as much as we possibly can. And do, of course, reach out, you know, if there's anything that we can do to help or any of our coaching team.